Thank you for joining us for a Kingdom Thoughts conversation with one of our founders on Insight Now. You can watch live streams on Facebook and YouTube. We hope that you enjoy the conversation. Hey, Mark, how are you? All right, do you like our new intro? Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, it's, you can like, it's kind of got you going there, you know? It's, it's yeah, it's got that moving. sort of going up, going up, <laughs> going, uh, uh, so yeah, good to, good to, uh, good to see you, good to be on uh, a live stream yeah. and, um, you know, chatting to, chatting to you and, um, you know, hearing uh, things from other people, comments and connecting with it, so, so great opportunity that we have to have this sort of technology and uh, you to be there in uh, Texas and me here in Australia up and over as we say rather than down under mm, yeah um, uh, me in uh, in summer and you in winter I know who thought they thought planes were impossible now we have like instant uh, instantaneous conversations live video yeah yeah so so yeah it's good um so uh i think you're you're heading off to a conference this week too is that right um new beginnings yeah new, new beginnings. beginnings yeah new beginnings 2021 yeah burleson uh, open door okay. so some of the speakers uh patricia king i think yeah it's patricia king um rabbi jason sobel um, okay. uh, jamie yeah. galloway jamie galloway drew neil will be there yep um okay. yeah good well i'm i'm sure it'd be um really great those guys do do a great job of the conference i'm really jealous not going to be able to be there um but uh, yeah i was just hearing today actually that uh um the australian government's talking about no no international travel that australian borders will stay closed for this year wow so, 2021 so it's possible that i won't be able to get to travel until 2022 it's like you gotta be joking <laughs> i'm gonna have to go somewhere yeah but, that's, that's well it, i mean all of this can change all of that can change so um well we'll uh see what all right so what's uh what have you been uh what have you been thinking on what have you been working on what have you been reading no uh well so um i've been in first timothy and and then in um second chronicles 32 uh that's actually kind of wanted to say a couple things about that talk to you about it um so in second chronicles 32 uh it's talking there's a couple things happen here so hezekiah king of judah a um, little bit of past on that you know he's just taken down all the high places um, he's reconsecrated the the temple. The priests are are being um, consecrated. You know, it's a seven day ritual for them to be purified. Um, the priests, um, and we come to this point where now um, Jerusalem or you know um, Israel has mm -hmm. something that somebody will want because this king um, Hezekiah has. Um, made Israel a nation that has some wealth, has some things. He's, he's brought it back to its former glory, kind of. Um, yeah. And uh, so this this um, king of Assyria decides that he's going to come and he's going to encamp against um, Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And um, so it says that in 32, it says, then he set, um, so this is Hezekiah, it said, then he set military captains over the people, gathered them together to him, in an open square of the city gate and gave them encouragement saying be strong and courageous do not be afraid nor dismayed before the king of assyria nor before all the multitude that is with him for there are more with us than with him for with him is an army of flesh but with us is the lord our god to help us and to fight our battles mm -hmm. and it said that then the people were strengthened by the words of hezekiah king of judah and and so some of the stuff that was going on here um, was that this this king of Assyria, um, Sennacherib, or I'm, I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but anyway, he yeah, Sennacherib, yeah, yes, 
So he comes up to encamp, and Hezekiah tells him, "No way, Jose. Actually, he, he there was these rivers that were coming out of um, Jerusalem, uh, and they they shut off these rivers um, so that when he came to encamp against Jerusalem, he wouldn't have water. Um, and it was a tactic, you know, to help to help. And it it, it makes um, this king of Assyria mad, and mm -hmm. he, so he actually goes and he he encamps against a couple other cities." But he sends, and I'm going to call it the media. I, I'm going to call it the media. He sends the media, which is some servants that go into Jerusalem and around Israel. And they start giving this false um, report of, you know, uh, it's, it's a fear tactic. They start spreading fear and saying, um, who do you think you are? Your king, your king Hezekiah is going to kill you because do you not know that the king of Assyria has went and all these nations that have these gods, many gods, we flattened them. Um, what makes you think that your God is going to um, going to be any different? Like we're going to come and we're going to destroy you and your God. Um, and it, and it said they were trying to excite panic, essentially. Um, in to create Greece. fear. Yeah, they, they're trying to create fear. Yeah. But then this is where we get to thirty-two, where we just read. And and a point I want to make is that um, you know it says that the people were strengthened by the words of Hezekiah. So in the midst of this fear and what they're saying. Um, they were strengthened by the words of Hezekiah. And so um, I think that, you know, we need we need some Hezekiahs. Like this is a moment where we really need some Hezekiahs to rise up and and to to speak some truth and to bring, you know, to bring strength into to the body, bring strength into some people. So um, the interesting thing isn't it, that um, Hezekiah is not so much addressing what was being said going into the details of it or even um, gi giving it any credence, you know. I mean, Jesus does, does the same thing with the, with the devil when he, yeah. you know, he accuses him of some things. Um, and I think that the tactic of the enemy is accusation. Mm. It's, not the, it's not meant to be the response of heaven. Response of heaven is not about justifying, you know, um, what is what is being said, but actually presenting something different as a focus or a different perspective, because he is saying here, uh, Hezekiah is saying, "Be strong and be courageous. Uh -huh. Don't be afraid, nor dismayed um, um, before the king of Assyria, nor before all the multitude that is with him, for there is more of us that." than with him you know um you know the, the the new testament version of that if god is for you then who can be against you yeah you know no weapon formed against you can prosper you mm -hmm. know it's it's those sorts of concepts that we need to be reminded not not so much about well let's just attack what's being done here but let's be reminded of what we what we have what we can step into mm -hmm. you know what we already present possess yeah, and uh, you know, I think that's a really good segue for, for us, you know, about what we were talking about prophecy. Yeah, you know, um, you know what what is the what is the intent of prophecy? You know what what is it what is it meant to do? Um, well, you know, you're well, gonna go to you're gonna go to First Corinthians fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got it on the screen. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 3 says, But he who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. Mm. Right? Mm. So this is what the prophet this is what prophecy is meant to be. Mm -hmm. It's meant to edify. It's meant to exhort. It's meant to comfort. Let's put it just um up in um for instance in the Passion Translation. But when someone prophesies, he speaks to encourage people. Right, mm. it wants to build them up, edify. It wants to bring them comfort. Right, if 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 people get hold of that, and understand, the gift of prophecy is meant to do that. It's the only basis. So, you know, a friend of mine says, just remember E E C. You know. EEC stands for edification, exhortation, and comfort. 
EEC. That's that's really the only basis of of prophecy. It's not there for you know trying to pull people down or control them or change their you know their their behaviour. It's not mm-hmm. about behaviour modification. It's about encouraging people. I th- mm-hmm. You were saying something about this before, and we're on here. Was it um, you were talking about this one? Yeah. So you were reading something from One Timothy. Does that fit into that? Uh, one Timothy. I think it was in Second Timothy. I think I said Second. One Timothy, but I think it was Second yeah. Timothy. Um, are we talking about Second Timothy three? Um, where it's talking about all the like you know, Paul's talking. He's writing to Timothy and saying you need to be aware that in the final days. Is that is that kind of what you're? I think so. So. Let me get, hold on, let me get there real quick. So, Second Timothy 3 says, um, but you need to be aware that in the final days, and just, so I looked this up, final days. So, it's 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 referring to, to like a season. I have it written down right here, actually. I wrote it down. I'm trying to remember what. So, it's it's referring to, not to an actual time, you know, like mm-hmm. sometimes we think of, I know in the King James version, it talks about the end time yep. or in the end time. So many people think, you know, revelations or they think, oh, you know, the end time. But really, if we go into the Greek and Greek here, we'll find that it means a season. So Paul's actually talking about like, we're going to go through these, these, these seasons that are going to be trial. They're going to be trialsome. They're going to be you know, and um, and Paul was pretty clear about saying that since the time that Jesus ascended into the clouds, we were in the final days. Anyway, so just to put that there, this isn't talking about so many people right now. I'm just hearing them say, oh, it's the end days. Things are so bad. Christ is coming. And I just want to like shove that aside and say, hey, get over it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul's not talking mm-hmm. about he's talking about seasons, not about um, the end. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it says um, need to be aware that in the final days, the culture of society will become extremely fierce people will be self-centered lovers of themselves and obsessed with money they will boast of great things as they strut around in their arrogant pride and mock all that is right so this um, to to timothy what was it again sorry second timothy three that was yeah. one um this what it's verse one through that right there was verse one through verse three. Okay. Um, and then, you know, so skip over and, and it says, they will become addicted to hateful and malicious slander, slaves to their desires. Mm-hmm. They will be ferocious, beleaguent haters of what is good and right. Right. Um, you know, but but this is some of the interesting part as we get a little further down and, you know, it says they, they may pretend to have a respect for God, but in reality, they want nothing to do with God's power. Then this is the one that I like. It says they are always learning, but never discovering the revelatory knowledge of truth. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think right there we can find to in today's society, we're so after knowledge, we're so after wisdom and all these things. Um, but yet it's not revelate, it's not revelatory knowledge. It's not bringing about revelation. Yep. Um, anyway. So in in, um, in in Proverbs, it talks about um, uh, where there is no vision, the people will perish, perish um, yeah. or uh, go unrestrained. Mm-hmm. And um, that that word actually means where there is no progressive revelation. Yeah. Right, the people go unrestrained. They lose. Uh, they become more into lawlessness. They actually become uh, uh, more into witchcraft. Witchcraft is is very much um, not just about putting spells on people and those sorts of things. It's it's really um, you know control. Yeah, it's it's this law lawlessness. There's yeah. this this place of um, you know not not living as they should do 
Well, I think it's a lot about bringing it about too. You know, we talk yeah. about witchcraft is the bringing about of lawlessness. Like that's what they pursue is not only to perform lawlessness, but to bring it about. Yeah. Like they bring it about, about route about them, bring lawlessness. So if we have, if we were to have uh, a, a correct under, understanding, because if we go to 1 Corinthians um, uh, 14 mm -hmm. um, and um, particularly the, the start of 1 Corinthians 14, uh, pursue love. Now, that's really interesting because we have 1 Corinthians 13, um, and that's the great love chapter. And so mm -hmm. Paul is talking about this is what love is. This is what it looks like. This is, and, you know, mm -hmm. I, I still think that when you start from that basis and start to explore it and meditate, you just go into places of experiencing love and we know um that um perfect love casts out all fear mm -hmm. so the more that you head into so this is why paul is paul is getting into the beginning of this particular section when he starts to talk about the gifts particularly prophecy saying listen you need to pursue love that needs to be something that's a pursuit that's something that you are going after. That's something that you're just striving to understand uh, and looking for understanding and experience of more and more is is love. That's mm -hmm. right. He said that. That's right. But he then goes on to talk about and to do something else, and that's to desire spiritual gifts. And this word desire is a very powerful word. It's 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 like. Um, uh, zealous. It's it's like craving for. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's like being consumed with this view um, thinking. It's not just a nice little. Uh, if you feel like it, you know, he, mm -hmm. he's not actually saying that. He's saying, listen, you you got to go red hot pursuit for love, and be so um, craving the spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. So zealous. So jealous. Mm -hmm. So, so you know, I, I want to have it. I want to operate in this, and it, and it's not a, it's not a passive word. It's a very, uh, a very proactive thing. Especially, he said, go after the spiritual gifts, especially, especially mm -hmm. that you may prophesy. Mm -hmm. And in other other parts of the scriptures, we we told um, to not despise prophecy. Mm -hmm. Now, despising doesn't just mean being against it or saying it's not for today. It's mm -hmm. also being, it's also saying something like, oh, well, you know, if you want to do it, then you do it. You know, it's up to you. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, you know, I'm not too, not too that's despising. Mm -hmm. So what he's saying is, listen, be intentional about pursuing love and be excited and zealous for the spiritual gifts especially that you can prophesy mm -hmm. and you know if, if we if if we have more and more people who were uh uh operating in prophecy and and we've just read from 1 corinthians 14 verse 13 it's not about predicting this or that or whatever else it is and i know mm -hmm. prophets operate in that that's fine for them they have a calling and a gifting, but this gift that's operate is is really to, um, you know, to encourage people, to build them up, to bring them comfort. Just think if we had a lot more of that happening. Yeah, you know, we were we're being we we're being bombarded with encouragement. Mm -hmm. Like many of us are experiencing being bombarded with discouragement. Yeah. Right now, for sure, right now. And it's, it, you know, it's the same we talked about last week about hopelessness. Yeah, we, like, we, what we need is, is people to start bombarding people with encouragement, with edification, it's building them up and with comfort. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it's not going to happen if you don't open your mouth and. <laughs> but. You know, there, there's a key to that too. So, um, you know, I, every time I read this verse, I think that, I mean, I know that Paul put this in an order on, on purpose right here. 
Yeah. Um, you know, he says to pursue love, and then he says, and, and you know, we always talk that, and. Yeah. Desire spiritual gifts, and then it's the but, especially yeah. to prophesy. And really, what I see is that prophecy is an expression of the love that you first pursued. Absolutely. So, because if, if we don't first love something, how can you edify? Like, how am I going to prophesy edification to somebody whom I don't even love? Yeah. So, first, you know, first we must, you know, first you love the person, and out of the love for the person, I mean, that, you know, I, I love when, when I, I just love prophesying to people because it's just so to see them lifted up and just to know that God has something to say to them. And it's, it's this moment. I know, you know, the thing that I experienced the first time I got a prophetic word that really just, I mean, you know, it was my first prophetic word and I knew it was from God. Um, it was that the revelation to me was God loves me and he sees me. Yeah. You know, um, well, so let me just make a connection here. You know what 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 um, what troubles a lot of people with the world that we live in today. I mean, there's lots of things, but let's just move away from that. Um, mm -hmm. People uh, often have problems with technology because they are scared that they'll make a mistake. They're scared that they will break something or that they will, you know, destroy their computer or their laptop or whatever else it is. I mean, mm -hmm. a lot of younger generation don't have that, but sort of, you know, there are lots of people today who are, who are scared of, of technology. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they, they just don't, they don't realize that they can't really do a lot of damage, you know, by trying things and experimenting. And I think that's why... Um, you know, Paul was writing something like this. He, he said, look, if you keep your your view that, that the words that you're going to bring to people will encourage somebody mm. or they'll build somebody up or they'll comfort somebody, what he's saying is that you can't go wrong mm -hmm. if your goal out of love, because that's what he said, out of love is going to if your goal is to whatever you get, whatever you have a sense of to release, you want to bring it in a way that's going to encourage people or you're going to bring it in a way that's going to build them up or you're going to bring it in a way that's going to comfort them or all three mm -hmm. of those. And that's why he was giving us this, not as a rule, not as, as, a, as, as, as something that was going to be legalistic, but something that was going to be like a boundary or like a safety net. In a safe way in, in, in that. And I think there's a lot of people who don't want to head into this because they're scared that they may get something wrong. They're scared that they may break it, you know, or they may, they may hurt somebody. But that's why Paul was saying, listen, if you stay within these bounds, you, you're not going to. Like, even if you slightly miss it, the person's still going to be encouraged if that's your goal. Yeah. Well, you, you see this this comment over here. It's actually my wife that put it there, but that, that I really like that. Um, talking about you know Jeremy Riddle, um, you yeah. know that it was like oxygen, you know, and then well, let's, we're let's, about people. Let's show it. Yeah, Christian Jeremy Riddle tweeted this: encouragement is like oxygen to the human spirit. Don't forget you're carrying someone else's air. Encourage them, keep them to breathe. Wow, isn't that a good? Is it yeah. good? Yeah, I, I like it. it. I like. Uh, I don't know. It puts. It puts like a. I don't know. It's got an edge on it. I just like how he refers it to it as oxygen. Um, you know, yeah. and the, the human spirit. Yeah. Well, it it's so that's so it is so uh, true because um, discouragement, and a lot of people are feeling discouraged. There's a lot of discouragement around. Whenever you see the word that begins with D-I-S, that means the removal of mm -hmm. courage. Mm -hmm. Discourage yeah. means the removal of courage. Mm -hmm. So that's the goal of that word or that's the goal of the things that attach that word is to actually remove the oxygen from the human spirit. Mm -hmm. That's to remove um, the, the very things that... Um, cause you to be able to be full of life and 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 you know um life and 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 energy 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's a removal of the energy. Um, that's why encouragement is so important because it means bringing back the courage. It's bringing courage to somebody. It's mm-hmm. bringing the oxygen back to that person's life. And if we're not doing the encouragement, if we're not actively involved with bringing courage or looking for um, how we can encourage, who we can encourage on a daily basis, mm-hmm. then we are not delivering, like Jeremy um, is saying, we're not delivering what we have for somebody else. Well, you yeah. Go, go ahead. And it's the same thing too. The scriptural principle is that what you sow is what you reap. So if you are looking to bring encouragement to other people, you're looking to build up other people, you're looking to comfort other people by doing what Paul said and operating in the prophetic, the gift of prophecy, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're not, if you are doing that, let's put it in a positive way. If you're doing that, then what you will receive is um, prophetic encouragement or encouragement from other people. You receive building up from other people. You receive comfort from other people because mm-hmm. that's what you've been sowing. Well, it, a lot of times it's a really quick. It, I think I can think of a couple things you can do on, in the kingdom perspective that you reap quite quick. Yeah. Well, go on. Tell us. And one one of those is is um, prophecy because I I don't think I've I I've um you know I've led a couple small groups and, and taught on prophecy giving prophetic words um you know mm-hmm. specific, specifically that way edification you know exhortation and um you get edified at the same time you're edifying almost always. I mean, I've, I've watched very few. I, actually, I can't say I've ever seen anybody that wasn't that was a part of that with me going through it, where we didn't all smile and laugh and have a, a, this just a building up time as we're we're just taking a crack at giving somebody words of edification. You know, I, I see you as like a monkey in a tree, and you know, it, it gets it gets you know. Sometimes we see things, um, but it's almost like that. It's a really an instant. Um, reaping of what you planted because you get to be edified the very time, very same time you're edifying most mm. of the time. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's, it's a lot like, um, uh, un- understanding that in life it's so much, you know, I, I think it's so much easier, um, for, for people to, um, call what they, what they think they see. Um, to to be critical mm-hmm. um, of people or situations, particularly people that they don't agree with. Um, and I've noticed that um, you don't seem to do very much encouraging when you when you um, tell people what you can you, you can see because of how they've been happening. Oh. You know, it's like. You know, if you if you call a person a jerk um, long enough, they become a jerk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like um, you know somebody who's behaving in a in a victimized mindset. When you start to identify and tell them that they're behaving like a victim, and you keep telling them they're behaving like a victim, what you are doing is that you are enforcing or in in really bringing in you're validating their victimness mm-hmm. so that you you make them more of a victim than they were uh and that's not what prophecy is is wanting to do it's wanting to draw people into who they are or who they can be and mm-hmm. can step into and drawing them and and you know it's almost like you know putting a a bread trail or a trail that lures them into um truly who they really are rather than solidify and establish them cement them in to to their behavior or or what they are at the moment mm-hmm. and it, it it's i think it takes a lot of a lot more effort and it takes definitely help from the holy spirit to actually call somebody into something 
-hmm. you know, to describe what this, because we have this tendency that we want to fix. We want to fix them. We want to fix what their problem is. And we're going to fix it by highlighting what the, what, how they're behaving or what their problem mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. Confront them with it mm -hmm. um, rather than to, to ignore that and, and say, listen, this is, this is who God has made you to be. Mm -hmm. This is this is what's in front of you. This is who you really are, mm -hmm. and and that's much more supernatural in in nature. That's much more uh, positive. That's much more hope filled. Yeah, well, I think also, I mean, uh, you know, you talk about bringing forth the thing that uh, the victimized the victimization that they're in. I think most people know. Um, what they're screwing up in without us having to tell them about it. You know, we think by bringing the, bringing yeah. the problem to them, it's going to change them. And I think most of the time they're just like, uh, like, I know I have that problem, but what do I do about it? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. What people are looking for is a solution. Yes. What people are looking for is, is right. Like, you know, I mean, most people know that they've messed up or that they're, they're sinners, or that they mm -hmm. are, they are, um, you know, they're mi missing the boat. They're not, you know, they they, they know yeah. these sorts of things. They don't need to be, they don't need to be told that again. But what they do need is, is, is like we said, the solution. They do need to know what they should step into, and that should be the challenging part. That's what the encouragement mm -hmm. or the edification is. That's you know, bringing courage yeah. or building up um, or comforting. Yeah, well, I think we need to quit trying to be the Holy Spirit, right? Because it's the Holy Spirit that's supposed to bring, um, yep. you know, supposed to bring them to a place. Uh, where We weren't ever meant to tell them what they're doing wrong. The Holy Spirit plenty good at doing that. <laughs> well, that's a good point because, um, you know, I have a bit of a theory um, uh, on that, that I, you know, when I, when I look at the Scriptures, I see that the role of the, of the Holy Spirit is to convict the world of sin. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I don't believe that that is entirely his role with the people already into the family of God who have yeah. already confessed yeah. their their sin. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think. I think that's limiting his role. A lot of people do that. They they talk about oh the Holy Spirit convicted me that I said the wrong thing. What else? Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure he does that. I'm sure that happens. Mm -hmm. um, but. We, we we get to experience a lot of things because that's what we expect. Mm -hmm. um, and, and yet I think that much more of the role of the Holy Spirit in conviction for the people of God is actually to convict them that there's more to step into. No, convict them that there's that they're greater than this. You're better than this. You know, there's mm -hmm. more for you to step into. There's more that the Father has. He wants you to step more into your sonship or your 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 role as a child of God, that there's, there's much more. There's much more of his love to experience. There's much more of grace to experience. There's much more of prosperity that he wants to bring you into. Mm -hmm. um, and, it's, and it's that sort of thing which seems not quite what we understand conviction to be, but certainly convicting us that there's more to step into. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, would, I would agree with that. Um, you know, I was thinking of, you know, uh, eyes to see and ears to hear. And I, I was thinking of, you know, um, eyes to see is that point where we're talking about, like, being able to look at somebody and see who they're meant to be or the good in them or, or you know, every all the things they could step into. You have to have eyes to see that, which only comes through the Holy Spirit. And then, you know, ears to hear is that point we're talking about now is that when the Holy Spirit, because, you know, I, I totally agree that the Holy Spirit, you know, convicts us into going um, for better, greater things and, you know, things that the Holy Spirit sees for us. But so often I think that we cloud that with our own view of who we are. You know, we don't hear that conviction that way. We, 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 we hear it and we take it as punishment or as, um, you know, that I'm not good enough rather as hearing it as, oh, there's more for me. Yeah, um, you know, and so it's about having that eyes to, or I mean, the ears to hear um, from that perspective. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But so, um, 
we've we've just touched a little bit on um you know prophecy we've been um you know all over the place today <laughs> in some respects you know starting from you know the old testament of uh hezekiah um you know into today talking about you know pursuing love um and eagerly desiring the spiritual gifts you know desiring that you know that and then realizing that uh the prophecy is for encouragement mm -hmm. it's for edification and it's for comfort mm -hmm. um and it's it's like a lot of things you can know which you know you talked about uh having information you know from from you know to timothy mm -hmm. you know having having the knowledge yeah um but um, knowledge without wisdom um i mean knowledge is good information is good it's not wrong to have that yeah but it's the wisdom it's the correct application of that knowledge you know, yeah, knowledge the, by itself the revelatory truth which is that is that's the the wisdom in the the knowledge paired becomes revelation and it becomes something that you still need to do with. You need still need to activate it. You know, I've heard mm -hmm. somebody saying something like, um, you know, Jesus said that we were salt. Mm -hmm. And the the salt can stay in the salt shaker and we can start looking at the salt. Isn't that nice looking salt? That salt looks good. I love the color of that salt. You know, it's just sitting there in the shaker. But until the salt gets out of the shaker and comes into contact with something, then it is still just salt in the shaker. You know, it's it's like you can you can know about one Corinthians uh, fourteen verse three. You can hear about it. You can recite it. You can talk about it. You know, you can have it as a favorite scripture or favorite verse. Um, but unless you actually do it, unless you're actually looking to do it, and one of the things that I notice with the kingdom of heaven is that more opportunities come your way, more divine connections, divine moments come your way when you expect them, when you actually put a demand upon them, when you're actually looking for something. Because it's like mm. the scripture says, you know, seek and you'll find. If you're not seeking, you won't find. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, isn't that, I mean, that's pretty obvious, isn't it? You know, yeah. if, you're, if you're looking if you're looking for something then you will eventually find it mm -hmm. right now i know in in the grace of god and his wonderful uh uh tremendous grace that then we trip over something sometimes when we weren't looking for it or it just comes our way and and, and that's sort of a bonus but the the point about this is the more that we do what is our responsibility to do and that's go looking for something then the more that those things will come to us too mm -hmm. so in the era that we're at in the time that we're at in this 2021 um, it's a good time for people to to look for the people look for even if it's one person every day I mean, it's a good thing for couples to do is, you know, is to look for, you know, you know, one genuine compliment per day. You can do more than that, but just one gen mm. that will build your relationship. That will build a greater level of intimacy in, in your family. That will be an investment in your relationship. And you can do that in your relationships that you have around about, you know, find find something to praise a person for find something to build them up with because there's a lot of around about us there's a lot of things that are happening that are pulling down people mm -hmm. right there's a lot of things going on that is really trying to destroy um things and I, the, the the body of christ needs to step up and come into a releasing of encouragement and edification and that's why we were given that and that's why paul is saying listen you know i implore you i ask of you eagerly desire be jealous zealous for spiritual gifts and especially that you can prophesy because 
you know, he know he knew that the world would always going to need uh, people who were uh, releasing encouragement and you know and things that that they were getting. And you know, one of the best ways to do that is just to stay, just take pay note, pay attention to uh, just the sense of somebody coming to your mind. Call them up, send them a card. Send them a text message, send them a message, uh, email or Facebook or whatever else is around and just encourage them. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, that's that's something that we can do. That's something that people can do. Yeah, I right? think it has more effect than we understand. Oh, oh absolutely. I mean... You know, I, I mean, I've been so encouraged by somebody just out of the blue just sending me something. Mm -hmm. You know, just, um, you know, I just recently had somebody who gave me some feedback of a prophetic word I gave them earlier in the year. And, um, I, you know, I had no idea about it, but he, 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 he contacted me, found a way to contact me and, um, and just tell me, you know, how accurate it had been and how helpful it had been. And I was just... I was just pumped. I was just encouraged by that random, you know, act of of kindness, that, that encouragement. It just boosted me. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I think that's something um, that we need to partner with and be involved in because it's something that, that heaven gave us. It's something that God gave us. You know, we know that tongues edify the individual. Mm-hmm. Right, it builds you up, mm -hmm. um, and 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 the and in your in the whatever language that you speak, you know. In our case, it's English. Well, you know, you you sort of speak English. Uh, come on, Mike. <laughs> um, no, seriously, you know, we speak English, um, and um, and that when we, when we release that, people know the words and mm -hmm. the words have power. I think you reminded me earlier on, you said that, you know, that 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 life and death are in the tongue, yeah. you know. There's, Proverbs 18.21. Yeah. Says the tongue has the power of life and death. So, we're, so we're either bringing life or death. Yep. There's, we there's no in between, right? Well, it talks so, about even that a tongue can steer. You know, Paul talks about that a tongue can steer a, a big ship. Mm -hmm. So, um, so the, the question would be for us and for people: what What are you producing? What What is your tongue? What is your mouth? What is the things that come out of your? What's it producing? Is it producing a life, or is it producing death? Is it building people up? Or is it tearing them down? Mm -hmm. Is it encouraging or is it discouraging? Well, is it comforting or is it making people uncomfortable? Well, and remember too that uh, something I, I think that we have to remember too is prophetic words are tongue and all these things. The person doesn't even have to be in the same room as us or hearing it from us. So oh. I think we have to be we need to watch, especially in the days we're in now, we're in such a spiritual, spiritually heightened time of, of I mean, uh, right now is just really, um, I think we need to be really careful what we say all the time, um, you know, and we, we know that, but um, we can prophesy over somebody in the next state. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, just by test talking to somebody and telling them, oh, did you hear about so-and-so? They're not doing so good. You're really prophesying over them. You know, it's like, yeah, I heard that they're having problems with their marriage. Oh, it serves them right. I mean, that can really do some damage and we need to watch that, you know, that um, we we really keep that, our tongue under that. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, you know, I, I, I think often about the the concept of uh, of what took place when the people of God were released from Egypt. They were rescued out of slavery. And Moses led them through the Red Sea. What what an incredible, miraculous experience that must have been mm. to have the Red Sea um, 
held up in walls and you walked across on dry land. Mm -hmm. um, and that in incredible experience, only to get to the promised land um, and um, the, the, the 12 spies that went in and, and they all saw the same thing. They saw amazing, bountiful things. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, it took two men to carry a bunch of grapes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can carry a bunch of grapes from the supermarket with two fingers, mm -hmm. just about, you know. So, you know, if it took two men to carry one bunch of grapes, I mean, they must have been huge grapes. They must have been like the size of a watermelon. Yeah, so I was going to say cutting them with a knife to eat a grape, you know. Yeah, it's like, you know, the whole family getting sitting around eating one grape. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing. That's incredible provision, um, and and they so they all saw this, and yet ten of them convinced everybody else that that what what God had said wasn't true because He had told them this is your land, you have it, mm -hmm. it's yours. Mm -hmm. um, they choose to believe that the enemy was too powerful, mm -hmm. and so what for, happened for forty years was that God left that bountiful, incredibly prosperous, promised land, the land that was promised to his people. Uh, he left that in the hands of the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> right? He left the yeah. enemy to, to uh, operate in that land because he knew that his people operating in a carnal way in a way that they had demonstrated by the 10 of them, he knew that they were more dangerous mm -hmm. than the enemy. So what that means is that we don't realize the authority. We don't realize the power. We don't realize what we have. And that's been the role of the enemy, one of the roles of the enemy at work, one of the goals of the enemy is to convince us that we don't have what we do have or convince us that it is not um, very effective or, you know, whatever it could mean. If you look at every sort of negative thing that gets hit with people, it's usually about identity. It's usually about what the thing is, is that we do have our authority and areas of responsibility. Um, and that, those things continually get sidetracked. And so when we realize, when we start to realize that the words that we use are incredibly powerful, whether mm -hmm. we are joking about it, whether we um, are, are talking behind the back of somebody, whether we are, uh, whether we are encouraging, whether we're releasing declarational encouragements or declarational words, um, they are, there's power. There's power in the words. It just depends about which way you use them. Right. Mm. And I think that's the thing that I would really love for people to get hold of today. I mean, I like talking with you about this sort of stuff because we're both external processes. Mm -hmm. um, we, but in, you know, it reminds me, I'm not just preaching into thin air just to sort of, you mm. know, say something to, you know, the, I, I, it, it does a lot for me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if, if you're listening today um, and, you know, I really encourage you to, to consider your words and um, to look at today how you can be an encouragement, how you can encourage somebody today, how you could um, build somebody up today how you could comfort somebody, a, a phone call, a text, an email, um, a Facebook message, wh wherever else it is. There's lots of uh, opportunities that we have today to bring encouragement to somebody. If somebody just comes to your thinking and to your mind, don't just pass it away, um, but to take hold of it and do something with that. It doesn't take long. It doesn't take much just to send a, a, you know, a quick word to somebody on a text or a message and and let's 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 from the people that we hear today whether you're live with us now or you're going to hear of this let's in this 
season and uh, let's try and bring it into a uh, a time but let's let's bombard the atmosphere with encouragement mm -hmm. let's bombard the atmosphere with uh, building people up um, and releasing the power that we that we have uh, we can do it in prayer we can do it uh, in the atmosphere um, we can we can do it um, messages and all the ways that we've got available to us um, so um, we're coming to the end of this and you want to sum sum anything up Daniel want to say anything actually I was looking at one of the comments from Tony and Angie it says uh, you know she was saying our words and thoughts have power and I was thinking that's very true we're sitting here talking about words but what about our thoughts I think that's yeah. something to remember too you know just put in there kind of add in there at the end there is that um, remember that what you think can can even um, it can have influence it can have power it um, you know, uh, it says to take captive the thoughts, you know, um, it, it's very much about, you know, we talk about a holistic, uh, it's, it's the whole thing. It's, it's the mind, it's the mouth, it's the body. Um, it's our actions, it's our thinking, it's what we say, you know, and I think that all wraps up because, you know, it talks about, so our eyes, you know, what we see and then the heart and then it comes out of the mouth. And, and so I think this is the, you know, a holistic um, you know, for I think we need to start thinking positively. We need to start speaking positively, release encouragement, think encouragement. Um, you know, um, I think it's that whole deal. Right. Well, Daniel, it's been great talking with you. Um, next yeah. week we're going to have a guest, um, um, which I'm really excited about too. Uh, you and I have met. I've worked with this guy for lots of years. First, actually, his first prophetic word um he got from me mm -hmm. um and he's uh, been living it out over the last few years which has been really exciting um to see uh, so we're going to bring uh our, our good friend john um mm -hmm. um on and uh spend uh, a bit of time chatting with him uh he's uh uh, uh it'd be a, it'd be great to hear it so uh, enjoy your conference this week and um you know, people can, I'm sure, um, get online at uh, troybrewer.com and uh, watch mm -hmm. the conference. If you can't get to the conference, then uh, head to troybrewer.com and uh, you can probably get on live stream or, or else. And we'll be back next week on uh, Monday, uh, US time or Tuesday, um, um, Australian time. And... Uh, we'll uh, we'll chat about some things particularly with our good friend and guest um so um, thanks for listening um please like us share us um uh, send us around you can see us on youtube or on um facebook thanks daniel yeah it was good had a good one really really appreciate you um being online and being hanging on with me and so goodbye everybody enjoy the rest of your evening or your rest of your day wherever you Ah. Thank you for joining us today for this conversation. You can follow us, like, subscribe, and share out any of these episodes on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can go to insightnow.co. Have a great day.